the evil that men do. Clinton. We gonna bang your head! You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Thank you for joining me here on what is a very special edition of the Music Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Schweitzer. And quite frankly, this is one of the biggest shows we've ever done as we are talking with Def Leppard guitarist Phil Collin as well as Tesla drummer Troy Lachetta. It's a double dip today. We're very excited about this. The tour, Def Leppard, Poison, and Tesla coming to the Sprint Center here in Kansas City on Wednesday, June 21st. Tickets, a few of them still available. You can uh, check out SprintCenter.com. Make sure you get in to see this show. Def Leppard firing on all cylinders. Just caught this band uh, a couple weeks ago at Rocklahoma. Had a thunderous set to close out the first night there. And we're going to be talking with Phil Collin about uh, things like uh, the 30th anniversary of Hysteria. There's a new box set out, which you can check out at DefLeppard.com. It's a box set. It's got the um, remastered edition of the album, vinyl, live DVD from uh, Def Leppard Live in the Round. Of course, Def Leppard is one of the biggest rock bands uh, in the, from the 80s, still going today. Still playing to huge crowds on this tour. They've got out po- Poison with them, of course. Tesla opening up the show, and Troy Lachetta is going to join us a little later. So usually here on the Music Media Podcast, we do one guest each week. This time we're going to do two because this show is too big to be contained uh, by simply one guest. So we've got uh, Phil Collin, Troy Lachetta coming up. We want to thank our new sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for 22 years, CD Warehouse has been a staple of uh, the Northland. If you miss that experience, uh, going to a record store, uh, they do buy, sell, and trade, man. And it's where I probably bought 90% of my music growing up here in Kansas City. I was at CD Warehouse all the time. I seriously bought just about every CD I ever owned from CD Warehouse. Now they do vinyl. I mean, they have T-shirts. They do trades. Guys, go check them out. Uh, on Antioch Road, right off Antioch Road, just just below the uh, their old location. They just moved downstairs recently, so be sure to check them out. And, of course, we always thank you for uh, hitting that subscribe button on YouTube, on iTunes. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at MusicMania underscore show and on Facebook as well. Always love the interaction, guys. It's uh, really important, especially bringing you shows like this. We want to know who else you want us to have on. I tell you, I'm especially excited for this one. Growing up, is just such a huge Def Leppard fan, seeing them live many times over the years, and uh, Phil Collins especially uh, one addition he was to the band back when they were recording Pyromania uh, in 1982 is when he joined the band. He took over for Pete Willis. He became an integral part of Def Leppard, the sound, the backing vocals. Uh, he's in amazing shape. Phil Collin is 59 years old and looks just amazing. His, his, uh, we're going to ask him about his training regimen, how he's able to pull it off because he looks great, he's playing great, sounds great. Can't say enough about Phil Collin. And just one of the nice guys in rock. He's always been so gracious uh, with his time, with the media. As Hysteria hits its 30th anniversary, hard to believe I was three years old when uh, Def Leppard's Hysteria came out. It was a worldwide phenomenon, guys, uh, selling upwards of 20 million copies. Uh, the 30th anniversary is upon us, and they do have that new box set out. Be sure to check it out. You know, it's funny because uh, Def Leppard, you know, a lot of people consider the fact that they became a lot more commercialized on the Hysteria album, which is definitely true. You think about Pour Some Sugar on Me, uh, Hysteria, uh, Gods of War. There's a lot of good songs on Hysteria, um, maybe that were non-hits, like Don't Shoot Shotgun. I, I think that uh, Hysteria, 
why, while it's probably the band's biggest commercial success, I always go back, uh, you know, to Pyromania, High and Dry. Those are probably my two favorite Def Leppard albums. And, uh, if you check them out these days, of course, the live set contains a lot of songs, uh, from, from Hysteria. It's the big hits from Pyromania. They don't delve too deep into a lot of the classic songs like I think a lot of the fans would like. But when you've got, when you're playing to those, you know, numbers of fans each night, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20,000 people. You've got to appease the fans. They've got a lot of hits. They're going to give you those. And Def Leppard is great at doing that. And I'll tell you what, we're going to come back right after this brief intermission with our guest this week, Mr. Phil Collin. Cannot wait to catch up with him. If you miss the experience and atmosphere of an old school record store, then visit CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Your one-stop shop for CDs, vinyl, t-shirts, and more. We just moved downstairs from our previous location, so visit us at 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Kansas City, Missouri. Or call 816-455-2130. CD Warehouse, 22 years strong in North Kansas City, Missouri. And don't forget, we buy, sell, and trade. Oh, well, hello, Phil Collin. How are you this morning, my man? I'm great. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great, man. I know you've been out here on this tour. It's been going on for two months. How's everything been going on the road? Just uh, this thing looks like it's been going off without a hitch, two months worth of shows, and you're kind of in the home stretch here, aren't you? Well, for this leg, you know, we actually we got to do South America after this, but yes, for sure. It, uh, it's been spectacular. You know, we're in such a blast. You know, all three bands, us, Poison, and, and Tesla, you know, it's all... The original members. It's kind of the real deal. So we're, we're having a brilliant time, loving it. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about kind of the original member thing. Poison, of course, back for the first time in a few years. You guys toured with them uh, back in I think '09. You you brought Test Loud a couple times. I mean, these 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 two bands are you know very integral in the '80s uh, rock scene as well. Just to be able to take these guys out, uh, it's it's got to be big for fans to see them kind of all you guys sharing a stage. I mean, just what a cool treat for fans, really. It is, and, and, and for us as well, I mean, it's, it's just really good to be part of the, all the bands are getting on great, you know, we had a, a, a tour party the other day in, in Vancouver, in this beautiful setting, and all the bands, three bands, all the bands, crew, everyone was just hanging, we just have a great time together, it's just a very wonderful family atmosphere, you know, everyone comes from the same kind of era, you know, and, and, and the same kind of uh, genre of music, so that makes a, a real difference, you know, and there's a... And we've all known each other for so long, so it's uh, it, it's just great, you know. You just bump into. I was in the gym yesterday with Brett from Poison, and you know, also we're going to be recording one more vocal for the Tesla album I'm, I'm producing. We've actually finished it, but you know, you know, it's, it's like it's, well, let's change this one little bit. So that's that's where we're at. We've got to find somewhere this week to to record a vocal, just a little, just two lines, really. But um, all of that, you know, it's very exciting, and it's just it's just wonderful to be part of. It is, and I'll tell you, I, uh, this tour is going to hit Kansas City here at the Sprint Center on June 21st, so DefLeopard.com, you can get the ticket situation on that. Not many left, so you better grab them. Uh, i tell you what, I just caught the set at Rocklahoma, which was a one-off for you guys. This band is just firing on all cylinders right now. I know you guys have steadily been on the road. How You know, just the touring as often as you do, how polished does that keep you guys as a band? Does that kind of keep you on your toes? And I mean, the band just sounds really tight right now. Everybody's sounding great. I, I think we're getting better, you know. Joe Elliott's singing better than I've ever heard him sing in his life, and I keep telling him that. And uh, I think that changes how you know, the dynamic. You know, we all start singing. I can sing stuff I couldn't sing last year. Uh, and, and playing gets better, um, which is good. I've got to keep my um, chops up because I'm, I'm doing this thing um, with Joe Satriani uh, in, in July. It's called G4. It's like four guitar players. It's 
Paul Gilbert, Joe Satriani, myself and Warren D. Martini and uh, we'll get to play a set, get to talk to the audience and all the people who come and then get to jam together. So um, it's it's great being part of that as well. So, you know, you, you do have to keep your your licks up and all that stuff. But I, I do notice that the more we do, the better we get. So, um, and that's a, that's something we love doing, you know, keep raising the bar and just, just making it work. It's great. Well, uh, it's not to date anybody here, but I'll tell you what, it's unbelievable. The 30th anniversary, of course, of uh, which has come out, the Super Deluxe Edition of Hysteria. 30 years ago, Phil, it's unbelievable to think uh, how time flies, but this looks like a really cool thing. Uh, it's a box set. You've got the, a remastered edition of the album. You've got some B-sides. You've got a DVD of In the Round. I mean, this is a an awesome product for fans, and it's just, does it even feel like it could have been 30 years ago for this album? I mean, it sold $25 million. Oh, no. it's so huge. It's, it's crazy. It's it's like that that thing just it just flew you know and it's it's just wonderful that um that it lasted so long and, and that, that you know that was Mark Langer our producer that was his main objective he said that this, we have to make music he actually said that that you could play to in twenty years or something like that. so here we are thirty years later and it still means something but um the fact yeah the vinyl thing as well you know it's it, it's going to be really cool it's a great package and. Uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. It's, it's got so many little kind of deep cuts and, and new things that hadn't, hadn't existed before. So, um, yeah, Joe Elliott's our, our kind of um, archivist. You know, he has lots of little things. And, like, he said, oh, I found this thing that we recorded in a basement. It's all <laughs> around the show. All of this stuff. So there's a bunch of that stuff's going to be released as well. I, you know, we've rehearsed. We lived in Holland for, for pretty much three years on and off. So there's all these rehearsal studios that we recorded and just different versions of things so it's, it's, it's pretty spectacular uh, it is and just the the spectacular you know legacy uh, of Def Leppard I mean you guys have been so, been through lots of ups and downs one of only five rock bands to have two diamond albums which is unbelievable and yet you've experienced so many tragedies and I'll tell you you know with a guy like Vivian Campbell having to battle cancer their second guitarist in the in Def Leppard who took over for uh, Steve Clark when he passed away just kind of talk about him and uh, what he's gone through it's, he's barely missed a show throughout all these cancer treatments I mean it's really unbelievable what Vivian Campbell's been able what he's gone through and and kind of where he's at absolutely you know the, the thing you know with Viv he just you know keeps uh, pushing forward and you, you have to you know but it's inspiring it's, just, it's like it, it's, it's better than the alternative you know the alternative is to kind of uh, sit back and you know and, and not do that you know he loves playing he loves performing and singing and, and playing guitar and everything so uh, yeah he, he keeps keeps that going and he's doing great actually it's um He's out there, he's in good health, and everything's really cool, so we're having a blast. It is, and you can just see it, uh, see it on stage, and and I mean, I, I, I again, I caught the set at Rock, Oklahoma. Looking forward to catch you guys again here on the twenty first at the Sprint Center. Going to be a great time. Always catch uh, catch you guys when you're around. And you know, I want to kind of just briefly go back to like you joining the band back in nineteen eighty two during the Pyromania sessions, which is kind of a crazy time to be joining. I mean, obviously, you had no idea how big that album was going to be. You kind of came in in the middle of the recording. Just talk about because I, I believe you were recruited back in eighty one. You didn't join at that time uh, during High and Dry. Just kind of talk about. Uh, your inception into the band and obviously not knowing how big Pyromania was going to be but yes indeed it was one of the biggest albums uh, you know of all time from the 80s yeah I mean I, I knew the guys you know we, we played together and, and jammed I stayed at Joe's and uh, Joe and, and Steve had, had spent time you know when they come down to London they're from Sheffield which is kind of you know it's like Pittsburgh going to New York you know it's that, that kind of difference so um, 
they would come down, we'd hang out and yeah, sleep on, on my mum's couch and, <laughs> you know, we, we just became friends and uh, so I didn't really get asked to join the band. Uh, I, I was, um, I just kind of, kind of morphed in, I was just helping the guys out and then before you knew it, you know, we album got released and we were on tour. It was like, whoa, so it happened so quickly. And then the album blew up, and you know we, we didn't see that coming. Not not to that extent, you know. Yeah, it's it's truly unbelievable, and and Def Leppard's been through so much, and you guys are just such a such a driving force. But I want to kind of ask about your your uh, personal lifestyle because uh, I've I've seen you guys probably five or six times in the last few years, and it never fails that someone goes. Uh, that Phil Collin looks amazing. What what's his? How does he do that? And I just think about as much time as you guys have been touring. I mean, you're uh, you know obviously a, a, an outspoken vegan. Just talk about kind of your lifestyle, how you stay in shape like that. I know you get asked this all the time, but it's truly inspirational to people. And I'm I'm only 33, and if I if I could look like you right now, I'd uh, sign up for that in a heartbeat. How do, how do you do it, Phil? <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, I, I think the main thing is, is a diet thing. Is uh, not being a vegan, but it, it's, it's, a, it's about not eating poison. You know, I am a vegan. I've been a vegetarian for 33, 34 years or something like that. And um, I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. They're, they're two things right there that will kind of mess your physical day up for, for a start sure. off. Uh, uh, that's it. And, and to be constantly active and that doesn't mean kill yourself in the gym I actually do go to the gym pretty much every day or, or, or depending on you know if we're on tour or not um, and watch what you eat it's, that's the main thing it's, it's so easy to, to ingest like poisonous stuff that will, that will mess your system up so yeah don't drink or, or moderate it you know uh, again because yeah, that will I don't know if you know but you know if you're working out this happens to a lot of body but they, they do all this stuff, then they have a, a, a drink, and your body uh, voids out any nutrition for five hours if you drink alcohol because it's kind of trying to get rid of the poison in your in your system. It, it, that's the main focus, so you don't ingest any nutrition. So there's all these other little side things that go along with it. So um, if you, if you add it up and and you kind of um, try and keep active, try to eat as much natural, unprocessed food as you can, um, then you'll see a difference. And you know, don't expect a difference in a day or two. Sure. You know, kind of it takes a little while, but yeah, that's that's the trick, really. Well, it's kind of crazy. Def Leppard might be one of the only bands that could go out there and every one of you play shirtless, and no one would really know the difference. I mean, that's pretty good. You guys are all in pretty good shape. I mean, really, that's kind of unbelievable. Yeah, you have to. I mean, the, the whole tour, you know, it's actually, you know, I was in the gym yesterday, and we're fortunate. A lot of these sport arenas have really great gyms in them, and, you know, I always bump into Brett Michaels. He goes in every day, and, you know, some of the guys from Castro as well, they're in there. So it's just really cool. It's actually a great kind of um, family atmosphere, and, and, you know, everyone is on the same page. So it's, it's good fun. Well, this tour has been amazing. Uh, guys, definitely head to DefLeopard.com. You can check out the details on the 30th anniversary deluxe edition of Hysteria. And uh, before I let you go, Phil, i got to ask you about Delta Deep. This is a project you put together a couple years ago, and just kind of want to see where that's going, if you had any intentions of kind of keeping that going, maybe playing some dates, doing another album, just kind of where Delta Deep's at right now. Yeah, we're about to find time to record um, that. It's not our second album. We've got some great songs, um, good to go. Um, and we have a, a live album that I've been promising for ages, and uh, we just mastered the first single. Uh, it's called Bless These Blues. It's a, it's a live track that we recorded last year on, a, on our tour. Um, that will be coming out this summer, and then obviously the, the album will be following. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, so much great stuff going on. It's just finding the time to do it, really. Yes, especially a band like Def Leppard that's uh, always very busy, always out there. And you talked about this G4 thing, and I just got wind of this earlier. I mean, uh, yourself... Joe Satrioni, Paul Gilbert, and uh, Warren D. Martini from Rad. I mean, this is a this is a heck of a deal. And just kind of, where is this taking place? Where what? How can people get in touch with this thing? It looks like um, that this is going to be going on in Carmel, California. Just this looks like a great opportunity for fans to come out, see some of the legends, uh, you know, in, in rock history, you know, playing guitar, answering questions. What a cool deal this looks like it is. Oh, I, I love it. I'm honored to be to asked into it as well. That that's really cool. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be recording some music for that as well, uh, as well. So, you know, I don't know where that stands at the moment, but, um, yeah, there's, there's, it's going to be great. And then, yeah, I think we'll be, you know, talking to the audiences, firing questions and just talking a, a lot about, you know, I want to talk about the psychology of guitar playing and being in a band. You now it's not just about picking a guitar. There's so much more that goes with it, you know, after being in, you know, a, a touring rock band that's, you know, still at our height, you know, 30 odd years later, you know, it's, um, it, it's, there's so much to talk about. And I, you know, I meet people so, so much and they, they get the wrong idea about, uh, you know, what it's like to be in a band. So uh, again, I want to talk about all that stuff, you know, like uh, the psychology of, of guitar playing and, and, and being in the band and getting on with other people and, and making that work. So it's, uh, yeah, there's so much. I'm really looking forward to the whole thing. Plus, you know, getting to play with Joe and all the guys, it's going to be a blast. Well, Phil, before we let you go here, I, you know, I've always kind of wondered because uh, if you go back to a, an album like Adrenalize where the pressure was kind of on you, and I know uh, Steve Clark passing away, he was a good friend of yours, I mean, a bandmate, I mean, you guys were very close, maybe the closest two members in the band, but what kind of pressure was that for you having to take on kind of your own guitar duties and uh, kind of the, the music that was written uh, for Steve, at, you know, for Adrenalize? I mean, that had to be just an unbelievable pressure-filled situation for you, but my gosh, it all came out so good in the end. Well, thank you. It, it did. What was strange for me, um, it was, you know, I had to learn Steve's guitar parts that we'd actually sat down and, and done on, on the demos. And uh, it was like having a ghost in the room, you know, because, you know, there was Steve coming out the speakers. There was his, obviously his guitar plan, and I kind of had to uh, do, do a very, learn those parts and, and actually record them for the album. So um, it was really weird. It was like, you know, there's, there's a, the ghost of Steve Clark is in the room and he's, he's talking to me. So it was, that was really strange. And, and, you know, I hope I, you know, done a good job of representing him. I think so. You know, we, we played together all the time. We, we knew everything about each other. So it was, it, it was, it was kind of cool in that, that respect. It was an honor for me to, to kind of represent my best friend in, in that way. But, um, it, it was a, a strange experience from, from that point of view initially. Well, I'll tell you what, Phil. We cannot thank you enough for your time. I kept you kept you longer than I intended to, but I tell you what, you're uh, you're one of the good ones in rock, man. You've always been someone uh, a lot of people look up to, and here you are, uh, still going strong here, Def Leppard, on top as you guys have been for so many years, thirty years since Hysteria. Be sure to check out that album, DefLeppard.com. Phil Collin, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, we'll catch you guys here in Kansas City. We'll have to come by and say hello, and you know, wish you all the best, man, on the rest of the tour and on into the other dates you have going on in South America and on into the stratosphere. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. All right. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much uh, to Phil Collin for joining us here on the Music Mania Podcast. It was a true pleasure. And I'll tell you what, just uh, getting to talk with him was kind of surreal. I do a lot of interviews. I've talked to a lot of bands, reviewed a lot of shows, been to a lot of concerts. But Phil Collin... 
from Def Leppard that uh, meant a lot to me personally as a as a huge fan of the band. Uh, he's such a great guitarist, revered. And his backing vocals. I mean, Def Leppard have always been known for those big choruses, the giant hooks, and he's such a big part of that. And getting into it with him about um, everything he's been up to, and he's got uh, you know an album with his project Delta Deep coming out. He's uh, going to be producing some albums. So Phil Collins staying busy as always. And I tell you what, that's going to kind of transition us to our next guest because um, Troy Lucetta from Tesla. What an addition they are to these tours. They've, this is the second straight year they've gone out with Def Leppard. They're always getting the crowd riled up, man. And uh, if you could check them out on one of their headlining shows, be sure you do that as well because you're going to get a lot more Tesla. Because in their opening slot, they're only going to get you know under an hour. They're going to get uh, you know six, seven songs, and that's going to be it. Tesla's one of those bands. They're a hardworking band. They've always been known as uh, kind of that straight-ahead, no-frills, rock kind of band. They, they did not fit in necessarily as a, as a glam or a hair metal band, but they did come from that era, so therefore they kind of get lumped in there. It's just part of the deal. And Troy Lucetta, great drummer for uh, you know a band that's uh, that's been around a long time, almost 30 years now. They're still out there. Jeff Keith still sounds great. And you've got to just love what Tesla brings as as just a no nonsense kind of straight ahead rock band. And it's our pleasure here on the Music Media Podcast to welcome our second guest here on this show. It is Mr. Troy Laketa from Tesla. Troy, how's everything going out there, my man? Uh, absolutely fantastic. Everything's going great out here. We're having a great time. Well, I tell you what, this uh, this tour with uh, with Def Leppard and Poison, it's uh, winding down. Just a few dates left. You guys are going to be here June twenty first here at the Sprint Center in Kansas City. I mean, this has been uh, just such a great deal. I mean, the fans uh, just absolutely loving this. It's done, done a lot of good numbers. This is the second time you've toured with Def Leppard twice in two summers. You guys, you guys must have really hit it off. I mean, just kind of talking about how it all kind of started touring with them in sixteen, and then coming back for uh, this big seventeen tour. Well, they actually, it's our third go-around. We started in 2015. We did 70 dates with sticks on the bill. Last year was REO, and this year's Poison. Yeah, it's crazy, and I mean, uh, you guys are making quite a mark out there. It's been uh, this has been a good one, though. You know, you bring Poison back. It's been a few years since they've been out there. Def Leppard firing all cylinders, and of course, you guys out there doing your thing. I mean, what a great feeling. I mean. It, Tesla's always been one of those bands that uh, you have the respect of the rock community. What, but how do you feel playing kind of these shows with uh, these, you know, shorter sets but bigger crowds versus kind of some of uh, you know your headlining shows, which you're going to be doing more of uh, after this tour? What what is kind of describe the difference between uh, between playing those kind of shows? Well, I mean, like you said, it's a trade off. You get you know you get the larger audience, you get the shorter set, but we get a reach a lot of people that really uh, may have forgotten about us, you know what I mean? And and, and it kind of reminds them that, wow, that was still around. Um, for the people that aren't familiar with the band, too, we get the new audience. Um, but when we get back to our, our own shows, uh, we do like a 90-minute fast, so at that point we can get back to doing what we do, and uh, we've built in some new production qualities with some video and lighting and things that have added to the show. So for people that haven't seen us, um, they kind of get um, a full show experience, which is great. And the fans that have seen us over the years, you know, we, we try to upgrade it, so to speak. <laughs> Certainly, and you guys were just here in February here in Kansas City doing the full set at uh, at the Midland Theater, and great to have you guys back again at the Sprint Center for uh, for what this is going to be a huge show. And just a few more a few more dates, and then you guys, I believe, have some more shows. Then after this tour with Def Leppard, ends, you guys have some more dates uh, through the rest of the summer, and kind of just doing what you guys do, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we've got another, we finish up here the end of the month. Um, we take a little couple-week break. We go back out for like five weeks on our own. We come back for another couple-week break, and then we go out for another five weeks. Uh, and, and then we had a one-off in Mexico, um, Monterey, Mexico, with Aerosmith and Death Leopard and Alice Cooper, which will be a great deal. Uh, and then at the end of the year, we're going to do South America in December with uh, Deep Purple and Leonard Skinner. That is amazing. You guys always out there doing this. And that's going to, you know, uh, a lot of talk because we had uh, Phil Cullen on in our last segment and uh, talking about uh, the single he recorded with you guys or produced for you, uh, Save That Goodness, which was uh, out a year ago. But now he's doing the full thing, the full album. It's supposed to be out this fall. Kind of t- t- take us through this process and uh, working with Phil. Of course, you guys you guys must get along well. You tour together quite frequently, and now he's producing the album. Just kind of talk about that process and when, uh, what we can we expect from this next Tesla release because I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. Well, I think timing-wise, my understanding, I think it's first quarter next year. I don't think it's this fall. Um, the, the experience has been, you know, kind of, we had been writing and working and recording um, over this last year with breaks, so to speak, when there's a break. So Phil has been super, super busy, especially with his time off. His level of commitment has been really is what has has amazed me, um, that he hasn't ran out of gas through this project. It's something he is very excited about. Just uh, a couple weeks ago, he pulled me aside, played me a few things that I hadn't heard. And, uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's a really, really great new record. Um, has some different qualities. Uh, he brought, he's brought a lot to the table for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, de- definitely a great guy. He was on in our previous segment and just uh, kind of wrapping this whole tour up here. Uh, I believe it ends uh, June 25th in Indianapolis and can't wait for that new Tesla release you guys have done. Uh, so many great albums, you know, just uh, in, here in the in the 21st century. So absolutely looking forward to that. And it, uh, last summer you guys came out with uh, the Mechanical Renaissance Live. I mean, 30 years, you know, not to date anyone, but that was the 30-year anniversary of that album. And you guys uh, had the live album and uh, the single to go along with it. I mean, d- just great. You know, you guys have done several live albums just, how important is it, do you think, to get those those live albums out? Because I think Tesla's one of those bands that has to be captured live to to, to, to really delve into and understand. I mean, do you think Mechanical Renaissance Live uh, really captured that uh, essence of you guys properly? Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, had, I heard it one time. <laughs> we, were, we were doing an in-store and I was listening to it, and I go, wow, this came out really good, and it really did feel like it captured a nice spirit of, of, you know, of the time. But the interesting thing is how that record came together, uh, and it was Phil's idea. He said, man, you guys should, it's your 30th anniversary, you should, you know, kind of revisit the first record, and we only had a few weeks left on the tour when we were out and we were wrapping up the tour for that year, and I think we only recorded like a handful of days. What we would do is we would trade out songs in, in our short set, and we would put a couple songs from the first album, and we'd switch them out. And we got all of those performances. Some, some are only one performance on those back. And, um, and we just kind of went with it. And, uh, it, and then we had the new track. Uh, so it was, I think it's important to, um, you know, kind of give our fans something, uh, you know, 
and I think it's important for the new music as well. So I, you know, it gives you something. It gives gives the tour some legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because have have some new product out there, or people that are a fan, you know, they can go back and get the first album live as recorded. You know, so yeah, I do think it's all important as opposed to just living on the legacy. Well, it's kind of funny. Do I mean? And I've always liked to ask musicians this. I mean, do the do the anniversaries kind of mean anything at this point? It's funny because you know you get a lot of bands. I mean, Def Leppard right now, thirtieth anniversary of Hysteria. You guys last year had thirtieth anniversary of Mechanical Renaissance. Great radio controversy will come up in two thousand nineteen. Thirtieth anniversary. I mean, does that mean anything, or is it kind of just like wow? Uh, a lot of time's gone by, and it's just kind of crazy to look back on. Well, for me, that's kind of what it is. Um, I'd like to think that means something. I mean, when I reflect on it, I'm like, wow, 30 years, that is, you know. I think it was really important for the first anniversary, the, uh, the 30 years, the 25th, the 35th, the 40-year anniversary. Those were important. Um, you know, and, and you could tag, like you said, anniversaries to just about anything. So um, I think, it, you know, it, it should be done in a sense of, you know, not to where you're just hitting every one of them, you know, um, but, you know, there are certain certain markers to really look at. And the first album was definitely one of those records we needed to pay attention to and not just get have it get lost. So I think it was uh, viable for that. Uh, moving forward, we'll have to see uh, what the next anniversary will be. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like I said, 2019, great radio controversy, and there you go. It'll be all bundled up for you right there. But, you know, um, I, I think what's so important about a band like Tesla is uh, the consistency uh, the fact that you guys are as well respected as you are, you you never make the press for bad reasons, and you consistently put out great music. Uh, one thing though, you know that that's changed just a little bit, and I want to get your thoughts on uh, guitarist Dave Rude because uh, he's come in there for the last several years. He's been in the band replacing Tommy Skio. Just kind of talk about um, what Dave brings to the band. I mean, obviously he's a great live player, um, just a really good player in general. Just talk about what he brings to to, to Tesla. Well, I think he just brought a really good energy, a good vibe that we needed. Uh, he brought a lot of youth to the band, you know, with, with him just from where he comes from, a nice, fresh approach to some of the new music. Um, he's brought a lot to the band, um, you know, just all around in general. Uh, and he's just a sweetheart of a guy, you know, uh, to play with and work with. So um, it, it's just kind of it's kind of refreshing, you know what I mean? It, it's always sad when you have to let somebody go and you got to move forward without an original member, as we did. Um, and you know, obviously, wishing Tommy all the best. Um, and Tommy, you know, he brought a lot to the table as well. You know, with him and Frank. So you know, it kind of been established with Tommy. Dave picked up. He's done a nice job. Um, he's been most, the most perfect replacement, and uh, he is definitely a band member, you know. And as you look at this tour and the, the numbers that it's done, and uh, big numbers last year, of course, with Ario Speedwagon, Def Leppard, and you guys as well, but what does that say about uh, the music from, from your guys' era? I mean, the fact that there's so many bands still out there, still doing their thing, still drawing big crowds, that people want to hear these songs. It says that it's a good time. You know, the 80s was just a great time for music. It's funny, when the band broke up and the grunge thing came out and killed us, um, pretty much, um, it, it was kind of like, I mean, I, I didn't tell anybody I was in a band from the 80s. <laughs> <You know what laughs> I mean? so it was like, 
you know, plus they want to lump you into every, you know, hair band category, this and that, you know. Um, and we were just about the music, and I look at a band like Poison, who's, you know, known for what they do, and it's funny because they're out here, and, and they're, they're, the, they're the hot ticket on this tour, so it's a great time, and they come out, and they just crush it with great song, fun, energy, you know, uh, Brett is, is an amazing entertainer, and, um, and it's been great because we probably have, we probably dress up more than they do today. <laughs> yeah, and what's really cool about that, it just goes to show the test of time with their music and the quality of what it is that they put out. I mean, they're a great band, and, um, you know, um, and, and, and obviously Def Leppard, you know, I mean, it's Def Leppard, what, what more can you say? I mean, with all the wonderful music that they put out, but it just, it's such a great era to have these three bands because we all kind of bring um, unification, you know, um, within the whole package, and it's a great ticket. So if I was, you know, a fan, which I am, you know, and I was not in the band, I mean, it would be something I would want to see, and, and I'd be like, my God, that's a great package. I want to get out there and catch those guys, you know. So, you know, I, I think it's a... Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for people to experience that era, you know, get a full and it is, and the numbers kind of speak for themselves. People definitely uh, coming out for this thing, and it's going to be a, it's a big win. June 21st, that's going to be here on Wednesday night in Kansas City. Can't wait for this to to unfold. And, you know, before we let you go, you know, I just kind of want to ask you about kind of the legacy of Tesla in general, because as I've alluded to, you know, there may not be a more respected, just straight-ahead rock band that, that came from your guys' time. I mean, what, going back to the inception, I mean, I know you guys kind of started out, you know, in the in the early to mid-'80s, 1984, kind of put the, the name together and got going. Was it a point for you guys to, to, to be different, or was this just is, is, uh, what Tesla's sound was and what your image was, what you guys became, just kind of what evolved naturally as who you guys were at the time? That's all it is. I mean, we were, I mean, to put us in spandex and all the things that were happening back in the day, that wasn't who we were. So it was real simple. We, we were just make, writing music, playing songs, and being true to who we were. And it's worked out. You know, back in the day, we didn't get a lot of the covers of the magazines because we were kind of a faceless band. We didn't really have an image. And, um, you know, today we probably, um, you know, work harder at just making sure the band looks really great on stage and presentable and all of those things, you know, that we never paid attention to back in the day. We just did what we did, you know. Um, but anyway, coming full circle, the legacy is the music, you know, it's the catalog, it, you know, and it has just a tough time, and I think that's why we're still out here doing it, you know. Uh, certainly, and, and Tesla's music bridges a lot of gaps. And you hear, uh, you'll hear Love Song on hard rock radio. You'll hear it on mix radio. I and mean, that's the thing about you guys and what you've done. And I think that's really important. And uh, for people to get out there early and to check out Tesla, I know everyone's doing that. You'd be surprised because I saw this tour last year. How many people said, "I mean, I'm here to see Tesla." Uh, I heard that more than once. I heard that a lot of times. I think that's the, the case a lot of times. And you guys do a great job of getting out there in front of people, uh, doing these shows, and also doing your own headlining shows where your fans can really delve into into a longer set. And we you know, I want to encourage everyone to go to teslathaband.com to get all the dates as uh, that's coming down the pipe. Troy, I cannot thank you enough for your time, man. We will see you guys here in Kansas City in just a few days, and we want to thank you again for your time and just, you know, catch up with you soon, my man. 
Pleasure's all mine. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Troy. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Awesome to catch up with Troy and also, of course, Phil Collin about this tour as it's winding down. Just a few dates left. It ends in uh, Indianapolis, I believe, on June 25th. So, But both bands are going to be continuing. Uh, both have tours uh, and uh, headlining shows going on uh, through the summer, through uh, the fall. So be sure to check out both DefLeopard.com and TeslaTheBand.com for all the tour dates for both bands. Make sure you catch them if they're going to be in your area. And it's just been a huge pleasure, I tell you, for me to have both these guys on one show, something that I never thought would be possible. Growing up just a fan of these bands, uh, you know, going, like I said, to CD Warehouse, which is now our title sponsor, uh, going to CD Warehouse in Gladstone, and, and uh, I remember buying uh, pretty much the entire Def Leppard catalog. Definitely, I know I bought High and Dry, and I'm tr- pretty sure I bought On Through the Night uh, at CD Warehouse, and I know I bought, I think... Mechanical Renaissance and uh, Into the Now. I remember when Into the Now came out. One was one of the Tesla's uh, better albums, you know, of uh, you know of the 2000s. I remember buying that when it came out, and uh, both, you know, just huge. Man, you, you never think stuff like this is possible, and um, you know, the passion. That's what it's all about here on the Music Mania podcast, bringing you these bands. I know. It's not always a matter of you guys wanting to hear everything I have to say on these topics, and I know that, so I try to bring the best guests. I try to do the least amount of talking possible and bring on uh, the guests you guys want to hear. And uh, you know, Please subscribe to us. Uh, give us some feedback. I want to know what you think about uh, this tour. Uh, if you saw this tour in any way uh, along the way, you know, let us know. And what did you think of it? What did you think of Tesla, Poison? You know, Poison's a band I've seen almost... Yeah, probably more than any other band because there for a while they were just here every summer and I always caught them. It's always fun. It's always a party. You know, Poison's never going to be confused with Rush, but they're a fun band. They've got hits. I mean, one of the, you know, bigger bands uh, that came from the LA glam scene and Poison and Def Leppard. Uh, and of course, Tesla opening things up makes this quite a hit, quite a tour. It's been doing great numbers. Get out there and see it while it's still there. Only a few shows left if you're in the Kansas City area, as I am, June 21st. Of course, coming up here Wednesday uh, at the Sprint Center. A few tickets still available. Make sure you grab those. Uh, SprintCenter.com. You can check that out. So please do so. Please subscribe to us. Leave us the feedback, guys. We cannot thank you enough for joining us here on the Music Mania Podcast. It means uh, the world to me, every single person that listens. We appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. It means the world to us so thank you so much hey get out there and see a show it's summertime crack a beer get outside you know get cracking man this is what rock and roll is about thank you so much for joining us here on the music media podcast out until next time and next week we will be joined by one crocier from rat so stick around for that thank you guys so much